Welcome back to the Drunk Turkey Murder Mystery Show. Today, we're trying to track down a potential suspect or, uh, you know, do the possibility of elimination to find a potential suspect. I'm your host, Daniel J. Alongside with me, as always, is Jaime G and Big Blue. Jaime, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great, man. How about yourself? Man, I'm doing great. We had a great live yesterday. We had a lot of people interacting with us. I want to thank all of y'all. We'll be having another live show tomorrow where you guys will be able to join in on the stream. So look out for that. Make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and ring that notification bell. Big Blue, how you doing tonight? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I just want to let everybody know that tomorrow night, it's on. Unlike <laughs> Donkey Kong for tomorrow. So. Bring out your drinks. Bring out your brewskis. Have a drink with us tomorrow night. And so today what we wanted to talk to is kind of piggyback off what we were doing last night, trying to figure out, you know, who, you know, did we find the Elantra? Is the Elantra belong to somebody nearby? Is the killer close? And so we kind of wanted to piggyback off of that. And at first, you know, I think it'd be important first and foremost um, for us to listen in on the Moscow police chief's uh, recent interview that talks about the white Hyundai Elantra and why it's important. So I'm going to mute us real quick. There was a particular area outlined as where the priority was for asking for video. Why was that area selected? Well, that area was selected because essentially it surrounds the, the King Road area. And we know that people typically have to travel to and from. We weren't trying to pigeonhole our investigation into the suspect lives in the area. We wanted to make sure that we covered all the bases. And so as we began to gather more information, we began to expand our, our search area. You may recall from the second uh, press conference that we specifically put out a plea to the public for any video in the King Road area. And then we gave a defined area and we put that area on our website as well, asking residents, hey, if you have video or if your neighbor has video, let us know so we can get a copy of that. We understand that video has a finite life and sometimes systems will start recording over themselves. So we started that process very, very early in the investigation. Why ask the public for additional help with this white car? Well, through our tips, through our leads, some of the evidence that came in, we start to identify patterns. And like we said earlier, we are confident that the occupant or occupants of that vehicle have information that's critical to, to this investigation. We also understand that even though there's sometimes a fascination with a particular case, some people simply don't see the news and may not know that we're looking for it. So if we get the word out there, hey, maybe your neighbor has one in the garage that they don't drive very often. Maybe um, the, there's one that's just not on the registration database. Let us know. So far, we have a, a, a list of approximately 22,000 registered white Hyundai Elantras that fit into our uh, criteria that we're sorting through. That's, a, that's an awful lot of information, but it may not be all of them. So the public uh, can help us with that. All right, that's a lot of white Honda Elantras um, that they have in their database that they're looking at. Um, yeah. You know, I'm, 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 I'm guesstimating that they're probably looking in a couple of different areas, not just in that one. Uh, they talked a little bit earlier in this conversation that they've been looking at getting pictures and and um, and video footage from around the area to see if they can mm -hmm. find the white Elantra. They don't really mention as to why the white Elantra is important. Now, we had a uh, conversation last week, 
or just yesterday, I'm sorry, in the live, when we were trying to figure out which direction that white Elantra could have been coming from. Um, yeah. Let me um, pull up the Google Earth real quick. And so this is the location. Oh, I hear an echo. I don't know why. So this is a location of where um, that white, uh, that, that gas station was at, right? Now, that gas station stated that the vehicle that they took a picture of was um, turned off a side street off of Idaho 8. Now, yesterday, we assumed that they were traveling on Idaho 8, right? And we assumed that they went this direction. And when we uh, brought up, um, let me pull it up real quick. When we brought up the fastest way to get to the um, that house, it was going from there, turning up that road. Here it is. This is uh, Idaho 8 turning off this direction. Now, we assume that they came in from this, this angle. Yeah. <clears throat> What's the travel? That's only a four-minute drive, right? Yeah. Maybe shorter if you're, you're speeding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, there's been a lot of um, reports out there that, uh, are, that are suspecting Jack, the boyfriend, Jack DeCore. Uh, the police have ruled him out, though. Uh, I think that if Jack DeCore was the one operating the white Hyundai Elantra, uh, they've talked to Jack before. I think they would have been aware of that if it was him driving the Elantra. I think that the uh, police would have um, um, been on him. They, I think they would have found that out by now, right? Because they would have known who he is. Yeah. Um, they also cleared him pretty quick in the investigation. That's true. That is true. They did clear him fairly fast. Uh, nobody is sure what his um, alibi is. I'm sure. Here's the other thing, though. He's been seen with the family. He was there at the uh, at the viewing or, or at the service for Kaylee and was up there with the family. You know, if the police suspected him at all to be a part of this, don't you think that they probably wouldn't allow him to be uh, mingling with the family in that manner? Yeah, I think they were asked to actually... Um... That's come from a couple of more interviews. Yeah, I think they would. Well, it's kind of hard because they don't want to also have, make them. Oh, you muted yourself, Blue. I'm not sure what happened, but. Sorry, my daughter. My daughter ran in. I was trying to... uh, no, no big deal. And so, there is one one interesting aspect of this, right? I looked up. Um, let me make this a little bit bigger. I looked up um, the address for um, Mr. Uh, Jack Decor's uh, dad. Uh -huh. His name is Scott. He lives out here in, man, these are some weird names, Cador, Aline, Idaho, mm. right? Okay. okay, so this is where he lives. So let's just say Jack was home, you know, for the Thanksgiving break. That's his alibi. He was with his parents. This is where they live. Um, what was that address? I have it. I'll, I'll, I'll put it in here in a little bit. Um, if you were to go from his address at his house to the, uh, uh, to the victim's home, it'd take about an hour and 40 minutes. Now that's at this time, this time right now, it's 
maybe a little bit of rush hour, you can see that there's some kind of uh, rail blockage adding mm -hmm. to the time. So, you know, if you were driving from there to the uh, the victim's residence at two o'clock in the morning, I think I think you can get there quicker. Now, yeah. here's to get to the uh, the fastest route. Once you get into Moscow, you would turn off of Troy and then um, turn this direction towards uh, Taylor. Yeah. Now, the the um, the gas station is located right here, and so I don't see him coming up that direction or or coming up this direction. I yeah. don't see how he could be coming in this direction. That would be just a longer trip, right? Right. It would be a longer trip. It wouldn't make any sense for him to go that direction. Now, there's been some there rumors. A, go ahead. When they first came out, there was a report that he was going to his parents' house, and I thought they said it was four hours away, not an hour and a half. You know, so that's pretty. Yeah, cool. nah, man. It's not that far. It's only an hour and 40 minutes. That's at rush hour time. When I put that picture up, it was like around six o'clock. So, you know, it's a desolate area. It's a rural area. So there's probably not as much traffic that, you know, I would expect in a bigger, uh, bigger city area. But, you know, there's still going to be people moving in and out versus at two o'clock in the morning. You know what I'm saying? And if he's yeah. speeding, if he's upset and he's driving in a fast manner, he might be able to get there quick. So yeah. I did find that and I found that to be, okay, you know what, if he, if he was at his parents' house, if that's what his alibi is, um, does he have enough time to get from his parents' house back to the uh, the, the residence on um, um, in Moscow and then get back home? And I think there definitely is. Yeah, especially if you're driving with adrenaline going. I mean, the first way down there, you're probably upset, right? You're mad, you're furious or whatever the case may be. Something that's going to, you know, get him to do this. Right. Yeah. And uh, it, he'd probably have to be extremely angry. And so driving back, there's the adrenaline, you know, not wanting to get busted. He's probably hauling tail back the other way, too. So uh, I think there's definitely a possibility. Now, we also looked at this video here. Yeah, let me pull this out of there. And this is off of uh, one of the neighbor's homes off to the side. I have it slowed down. You can actually see the victim's house there. And down here is where we saw the vehicle. This was off of a Barstool Idaho um, Instagram page. And so a lot of folks have been trying to say that um, that Jack might be down here, that he even lived at this house at one point. I'm not too certain that's the case. I think this is a party house, and I think that, um, and we'll go through some pictures and we'll look at it. Yeah. And so let me pull, this is the video. This was from 40 weeks ago. Let's pull up the actual pictures, the side by side. And so right here, we, we discussed, is, does this vehicle look like this vehicle here, right? Um, and here's the other thing, how close this vehicle is to the resident house, which, you know what, let me just show everybody real quick that, that way we're all on the same page. So right here is where that house is at. Um, you can tell based on the, um, the neighbor's house. Right here, it has this roof. You can see this roof fixture here. And typically, 
uh, during the day, you can see this direction all the way to to the victim's house. But this is the house that they were at. Mm-hmm. Right. And so. The vehicle on the left is the vehicle that was um, spotted by the uh, the gas station. Vehicle on the right was the uh, one at the house party 40 weeks ago. It looks, uh, we, we talked about the angle in the back of the uh, windshield right here, yeah. that being very similar. And we talked okay. about the headlights sticking out and how that kind of, you know, this exaggerated headlight out here kind of also looks similar, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys think it's the same vehicle? Uh, it looks like the same make and model. Yeah. If this if this is the vehicle that they're searching for and how close it was to the victim's house, do you think that they would have had trouble finding it? Uh, they shouldn't have unless they're doing shoddy work. Right. I mean, what yeah, I'm basically... It also was like Thanksgiving break, so everybody took off home, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's true. That Maybe true. once a kid found out, hey, they're looking for my car, he came back with another car. That's my theory. That's possible. It, it, yeah. it definitely is. Um, but if it was somebody close to uh, the girls, right? Like, for instance, the ex-boyfriend, you would think that the surviving roommates would be pretty close to that boyfriend, right? Especially if he's been a boyfriend for a while. Yeah. It's been reported he's been a boyfriend for about five years. And so I would anticipate or suspect that they would be aware if he had access to a white vehicle matching the description that they're searching for. You know, I think a lot of people close to Kaylee would know that because of their relationship, right? I yeah. think a lot of people would know also that, you know, if Jack lived down the street. Now, I think that if Jack lived down the street and was there at the time um, of the murders, then I don't think you can rule him out so quick, right? And so I'm anticipating that he was either, he either doesn't live there or he was um, away from his house at the time with some sort of evidence um, that he wasn't at home or at that location during the time of the murders. Mm-hmm. Now, I went out here and, and I know somebody else had found some of these pictures and kind of broke these things out as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it was about the same time I did. We just were breaking this down a little bit later in the day, but I'll, um, I think they're called um, something circus, crime circus. So I'll give them their, their props, but this is something a little bit different. This is Kaylee's um, Facebook, right? And there are some pictures here that I found interesting. Uh, for instance, this picture here. And in fact, I'll bring it up here so we can zoom in. You see the uh, the door here, the frame and this window? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Let's pull up the party house. Right there. I can't zoom in any more than that. But doesn't that look like the area? That looks pretty close. Can, can I see the other one? To the picture before this one? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's hard It's hard to have a same entry house. Entryway in a lot of houses like that. Uh, go, okay, cool. Now go back. See where was it? Right there. It's got the lattice window. I think they're called right lattice windows. Yeah, right. Looks pretty. Looks pretty close to being the same one. Right. You know, I and I, I definitely think that this is the same house. 
Um, you look at this picture here. You have the two girls you see in the reflection of that that wall right there. Yeah. Was like a was like a right routine here. wall. Look at that. Yep. So a lot of folks are saying that this is proof that Jack lives there. I don't think so. You know, you look at the pictures of um, of Kaylee here at this house. There are just as much pictures of her and her friends here. And this is different days. You can tell by the different types of clothing mm -hmm. than they are of Jack there. In fact, there are some other pictures of the house across the street. Um, let me pull them up here. I just have them save that. Yeah, it seems like it's just a party house where somebody just go and party here. Right. Now, look at this house here. This is the gravel yard. Mm -hmm. Look at the uh, the exterior here. It almost looks like a cabin, right? Yeah. If we were to go to... Uh, let's go a little bit. We have to go way over here. Because that is an older picture. This is a 2022 picture. Mm -hmm. Let's get closer. Closer. Look at that. Y'all see that? Yeah. Okay. And so let's take this out. Because they're, they're all college friends. So I'm pretty sure all their friends live around them. That's the square area that they're taking the pictures. And this is the gravel yard, right? So yeah. let's look at the pictures again. Bring it up. So this picture is taken here with Jack. And you can kind of see the victim's house in the background there as well. Mm -hmm. okay, let's see. This is the same picture. This is the house behind them in the same areas, different day. You can see the, the ground, the rocks in the back. Yeah. And so in my opinion, these three houses, these people have been here quite a bit. Now, here's the other thing. Remember that one picture of that car? Check this out. Yeah. It's right there. Oh, yeah. It's still there, parked there. You can see the line. I don't think that's an Elantra. That is an Elantra, but that ain't. No, I don't know. I don't know about the one on the left. This one here? Yeah, it looks um, kind of. Yeah. Maybe. It's like a Kia. No, nah, that's a Hyundai. You can see the little H right there. Oh. So Hyundai, oh yeah, it is, but that's a different type, right? That doesn't look like a. Yeah, it could be different. But you have this white vehicle parked here. You have this white vehicle parked here. Another one, two other Wait. ones actually. What's the one on the very left? This one. Mm, farther left. Oh, it's a Jeep. Oh, yeah, you got a Jeep. You have a uh, Subaru. Yeah. Mm. And so. I just think that if this vehicle was this close and this is the vehicle that they were looking for, that they would uh, potentially know that already, unless this person doesn't live there anymore. Yeah. That's now so you have, you have, you have the girls at that house quite a bit, right? Yeah. And even if Jack lived there, I don't think he was there that night. If he was there, I don't think they can, they can, um, um, what do you call it? Rule him out that quick, right? Now, if he was at his parents' house, his parents are his alibi. There's some kind of ring camera that has video footage of his vehicle in front of the house. It doesn't leave, blah, 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 whatever the case may be. Yeah. That makes sense. Now, um, 
I think, and this is just my opinion, that if it is this white vehicle here, that this person no longer lives in this house, mm -hmm. because why would they be traveling there at 345 unless they were out partying somewhere else, right? Yeah. Which is possible, but I feel that the uh, police would have figured this car out right away here at this location. Yeah, it's definitely. too close, right? And yeah. so this is my theory. I think that it's one of the friends, potentially one of Jack's friends, who maybe thought, you know, who's always liked Kaylee and a, had a thing for her. I mean, if you go and look at the interior of this house, um, this is this is the home. Mm -hmm. It's nice too. Yeah, it's not too bad. Where is it at? Right here, you can see the victim's house back here in the corner. Yeah, out it's this a, window. It's a straight shot right between two houses, right? Yeah, and these are and these are houses. This house. That house right here and that house over there, those are three houses that are known to be party houses. Yeah. And so just my assumption, if somebody was driving through here at 345, 3 o'clock in the morning, um, I, I just don't understand where they would be coming from. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't think it's, I don't know if it could be Jack based on the, um, based on the maps. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Unless he was somewhere else. I mean, he could have been somewhere else, um, you know, at a friend's house, or he could potentially not live there and live in a different area. Nobody really knows where he lives. Yeah. You know, people are trying to put two and two together uh, to say that he lives there. But those are three party houses uh, that he's been at. He's been at Kaylee's house, obviously, because she was, he was dating her. He's been at the gray house between that house and the party house. I'm calling yeah. it the party house because of the video. And he's been at the party house because there's pictures. But there's only, I think, one picture of him there. And there's a couple of pictures of Kaylee there. So to me, it seems like perhaps Kaylee was there more often than him. So it seems like that. You know uh, what I mean? And, and, and they live close, so it shouldn't be an, a big deal. You know what I'm saying? What's yeah. that, Big Blue? I said maybe he used to live there and be a roommate there. And those are old pictures of when they used to party there. Well, the uh, in the video from the Idaho Barstool um, Instagram clip that we looked at that's on top of that house, uh, that was 40 weeks ago. And the Google image from the street there closer towards Taylor Avenue, and you can look down the road and we can see things, uh, that says 2022 on the bottom. And so it is from this year. Uh, just now the once once you get closer to it, it 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 changes but they're using an older image i don't know why but right here i don't know if uh, let me pull this out quick ah oh, you can't see it hold on i'm gonna have to do something over here too dang gotta change everything i'll just to show <laughs> 2022 right there google oh, yeah. so yeah, yeah this is this is just you know recent now, once you go up, you know, further towards the building, then it does change. Um, it's like, it says 2015 or newer. And you can tell that this house hadn't been remodeled and stuff. Um, and so. What's it called? Um, I had a question. Yeah. Do you think any of these houses had like a ring camera? And I think, and if, and if so, like, I don't own the ring camera. I don't know if you do. I do. But how, how do, okay, when, when your ring camera records somebody getting to your apartment or your house or whatever, it's like, does it, it sends it to your phone or does it store it or how does that work? Both. It sends it to your phone. 
and there's a there's a storage of cloud that you can send to. Well, it's only if you're paying for the service. Well, you have access to it if you're paying for the service. I believe yeah. Ring still saves them, yeah, for law enforcement purposes. Well, that's what I was, I was wondering if any of these houses, these party houses, have that that uh, Ring um, doorbell. You know what I mean? Maybe. I mean, you would you would assume so. Uh, but the, the possibility it, it's there, you know, I, yeah. they said they saw a bunch of people. In fact, you know, when we, we watched the initial video with the chief of police, I had, had forwarded about a minute and 13 seconds. And in there, he talked about that they had found several places that had ring or surveillance mm -hmm. and that they, um, had an officer going around the neighborhood and city, basically pulling for it. Um, he, you know, he re reemphasizes that the uh, occupant or occupants of the vehicle have vital information. So I'm assuming it's a suspect, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And I'm assuming that they cleared out Jack D or decor pretty early. My assumption is uh, that it's somebody close. I wouldn't be surprised if it's one of Jack's friends, Could be. you know, who, who had a, a liking to his girlfriend, just kind of like a secret crush type of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, thought he had an opportunity when, the relationship was going south. Apparently she was thinking about moving perhaps even to Texas alone. And, yeah. um, you know, if that ended up being the case, there could have been somebody who thought maybe they had a chance with her, an opportunity to, you know, whatever the case may be and was turned down that night. Yeah. You know, if the vehicle at the gas station is correct, then in my opinion, this person given the time that the light goes out on the um, on the um, body cam footage from the police officers dealing with the alcohol incident um, outside of the residence there uh, would lead me to believe that they had to have come from at least an hour away because these girls probably didn't trigger him with anything that had occurred at um, after 255 when they went to sleep. Right. So whatever triggered this guy to go over there and do this happened before then. Um, how much earlier than then? I'm not sure. And Has the coroner released the time of death? They released it. I believe they put between three and six. Okay. And so I think that's what I read somewhere. But uh, yeah, it's uh, anytime between there. You would assume they would be able to tell you know, pretty accurately based on the fact that the uh, Kaylee and Madison went to the, you know, they got food. You could probably assume that they ate that food um, either on the way to their their apartment or shortly after getting their apartment. Yeah, uh, it's not a long drive or distance from the short uh, the 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 taco shops uh, or the truck or whatever you call it to their apartment. And so, you know, the autopsy would be able to determine based on the degradation of the food in the uh, in the stomach how yeah. long they've been they've been deceased yeah and maybe like their phone might be able to say when they they were connected and stuff like that i'm not sure if your phone saves that I don't know. depends i mean if they had a uh i watch that was monitoring their heart rate or something like that that probably determined a mm -hmm. lot closer like hey the heart rhythm stopped at this point if they took off their watches or things of that nature then mm -hmm. they're probably going to have to go based off of the content in their stomach yeah, I've seen another case about that too, where they used a, a Fitbit. I think that was like the the, the old style ones. Remember, he used right. to buy them. and 
that they did they um determined that the certain person passed away at a certain time because of the little Fitbit. Yeah. That's crazy. I can't remember exactly what case it was, but I remember seeing it um maybe like two or three months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was crazy how they, they figured that out. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing something about that that they were able to figure, I think, a time of death mm-hmm. on somebody. And so, yeah, yeah, you, you, those things record your heart rate, your heart rhythm, things of that nature. It also records when the watch is turned off or taken off your, your hand. Mm-hmm. And so um, it may not be indicating that somebody's passed, but it'll indicate that the watch was no longer detecting somebody or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so that would kind of help and lead that in that direction. Um Man, I don't know, man. This is, it's just, a, it's a crazy situation. No, definitely, man. Like, there's so many, there's so many, so many people involved, you know what I mean? That could be a suspect or at least a person of interest um, with just the information we have so far, you know what I mean? For sure, for sure. So, yeah, I think it's somebody close. I don't think it's Jack. I think if it was Jack, um, police would have, I think if it was him, I think they would probably have him in custody by now. They wouldn't be looking for a white car, uh, things of that nature. I think I know I, I know they know more <laughs> than they're letting out. And oh, they're yeah. pretty they're pretty confident this isn't gonna become a cold case. And so it's just a probably a lot of the issue is perhaps getting somebody to come back to the city. That could be it too, you know. Yeah. And so uh, it is what it is. We're running a little long in the tooth. With that said, guys, do y'all have any last words? Start off with you, Big Blue. I just want to tell everybody to see you tomorrow and have a good day. Yes, sir. What about you, Jaime? Uh, tomorrow we're having uh, live chats, right? We're gonna we're gonna be talking to the chat, bringing on people and whatnot, right? Yes, sir. We'll be uh, letting you guys join the stream. We'll be sending out the uh, Streamyard link into the live chat. Um, you'll have to be on camera, you know, um, before we let you guys come on to the show. So. That way, nobody's showing any unwanted parts on the private parts on the screen. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> there are some weird people that do weird things. And so, mm-hmm. you know, if you guys want to come on the show, have your cameras ready. Uh, but for this show, there's going to be a wrap. Um, let us know your thoughts and theories. Please hit that like and subscribe. Ring that notification bell. That being said, guys, we're out. Peace. Later, man. Later. For the first time in more than five and a half years, we finally tonight have a few new answers to a question that has loomed over Indiana and over the town of Delphi. Who killed Abby Williams and Living Church? From the end of the bridge to you got to go through. Now, I believe that the bodies were found about 50. A suspect in the criminal investigation out of Fort Hood is dead. Officials say he killed himself overnight. They needed that little music in the background. It goes, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Knew about it or was there. He's as guilty as the person who committed. Chilling details in the arrest of a suspected serial killer caught before he could strike again. Him, they they, they dropped the ball, man. Like, they said he went AWOL. Mm. And that uh, he was a deserter. And nobody went to look for him. He sees him taking off with the wife. They end up finding the wife uh, murdered with the uh, the baby out of her, and they found the baby in another place.
Hey, greetings from the year 3000. It still sucks. This is Phil J. Fry, and you're listening to The Drunken Turkey Show. You're one stop for this sort of thing. Hit that button, like, and subscribe.